0: Hello, Eric.
1: Yes. Hi. Hi.
0: Let's make a podcast. Yeah, let's make a podcast right here and right now. Hi, everybody. If you're wondering why our audio sounds this way, it's because I'm recording this from the guest bedroom because I can't get out of bed because I hurt so much. And so I have set my phone on top of my dog, and mm-hmm. this is how we're making the podcast today. Yeah, dude, bed podcast. Bed podcast. Last time we did a
1: podcast in bed was the hygiene episode. It was
0: That was one of our most favorite episodes of yeah. all time.
1: Yeah, let's see if Billy will stop trying to eat the phone. Let's find a, a still spot for Can the phone. Put, what did you put, like, right
0: there? Oh, X Games mode. Oh. That's going to fall down. I bet. Not if
1: we, not if not we if don't even, real not if we don't even fucking. Like we should like duct tape it to the bed. Yeah. I'm wondering if all those creaks are like vibrating straight into your phone. Probably. This
0: is a really creaky bed. <laughs> it's a creaky It's like a weirdly bed. creepy bed. Creaky bed. It's not a creepy bed. It's a creaky bed. This a different, it's a different thing.
1: Well, you want to talk about fun stuff
0: today? I theater? do. I want to talk about fun stuff. I thought of a really fun question. What was that? Oh my God, boops. My back hurts so <laughs> That's not a question. I know. I'm just saying it out loud. Um, Top. I don't want to give you a number. Top, however many you feel like saying, hyper fixations slash hyper focuses you've ever had. Because I was thinking about it, right? Yeah. Because I was was talking to my therapist today about um, the... Christmas Carol thing, the turkey thing. Because she was like, "I'm sorry, what?" And I was like, to. "And I had to like explain." And what, um, what is the turkey? For, well, for our newer uh, listeners, for those of you who may be new to Infinite Quest, one time I got bored and became the world's foremost expert on the turkey and a Christmas Carol in a way that changed. I mean, I was I was the person who invented that. That was my idea. <laughs> like, yeah. I invented that field of research.
1: Yeah, for those of you with Google
0: phones, does it still do it? It does. It says Infinite Quest now. Nice. Because I linked it to our website. Nice. Instead so of mine. If you have
1: a Google phone, say, okay, Google, how big was the turkey in A Christmas Carol?
0: And then it Or just put you. me on
1: speaker and I, I just did it to all of your it's, devices. Yep. Sorry. Alexa, play Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Sorry to whoever I just got.
0: Um but so we were talking about it and and like I don't know, we just had this like really good conversation about how sometimes like you know, I th- I feel like we like shit on oh, I don't I don't want to speak for the group, but I feel like sometimes you can get like frustrated about hyperfocuses and hyperfixations because like you know, at some point they end and they like wear off and whatever. But I just started thinking about all of the ways in which like my hyperfixations have like Genuinely improved my life Or genuinely changed my life Or just genuinely Become like really important to me And then I started just like I had this like just like weird Wave of like affection Towards some of like The hyper fixations that I've had So then I got curious about like what are what are Some of yours like what are ones that Have been know. meaningful or You know whatever?
1: I don't know I mean I think they range from like You know Uh, Like the heavy hitters, you know, like making stuff out of coffee stirrers. That's like. Oh, also, I want to point out. We've talked about this before, but that is a big pillar. The way that we loosely uh, distinguish between hyperfocus and hyperfixation is hyperfixation is like a longer term thing. So if you have like a phase. Where you know you're really into, I don't know, book binding or something like that, that would be a hyperfixation. Hyperfocus is like an instance of that, yeah. When you're is. sitting at the desk and you like are just fully in the zone and you're like just doing the same thing for 10 straight hours, that's like hyperfocus, yeah, yeah. So, let me say but I think the biggest hyperfixations, I mean, like the heavy hitters, making stuff out of coffee service for sure, um. And you know, like bread, <laughs> but the smaller ones, like the little, the ones the little speckled ones, like
0: weird ones, yeah.
1: Um, uh, extracting clay from the ground—that's a that was a, a great one. Um, I used to do a thing called uh, duro dango. I told you about that, yeah. They little so they're these little shiny mud balls. So it, basically, you get dirt and you refine it in such a way that you can make like a little ball, and then use more dirt to, like, make the outside finer and finer until it's eventually, like, this shiny little mud ball. And they're called Doro balls. D-O-R-O balls. Doro dango. Anywho, that was a really fucking one-one. Um, and I also think a lot about how, um, like, a, a good use of, like, hyperfixations is, um you might forget like a lot of the stuff that you learned or did or whatever, but it's still kind of in there around. Um, And it really broadens like your, I guess it it, it broadens the ways in which you can find things interesting, which I think is cool. Because if you have like a week where you're really into architecture, um, and then stop giving a shit. It's not like you have to become. You're that's like you failed. Cause you didn't become an architect. Like it's cool. Now that you walk down one when you walk down the street, you can be like, Ooh, that's called a pediment or like, <laughs> those are called dentals. Cause they look like teeth or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> but I like the ways that they sort of, inter- they, they play into each other. Like when I was in, I think eighth grade, I was, I had like this weekend where I was obsessed with trying to get elemental sodium. <laughs> um, how do you do that? Uh, well basically the way you do it is you melt sodium chloride table salt um, You and can melt salt you can melt literally anything yeah
0: what I thought it would just like catch on fire
1: no you can melt it yeah
0: you can melt
1: every as far as I know correct me wrong but everything has a solid liquid and gaseous form
0: I'm Eric and I'm good at science mm-hmm. um uh, melt
1: salt. Uh, oh, yeah. So you melt uh, sodium corn. Don't try this at home. You can't do it at home. The temperatures you need are too high, and it's just not going to happen. Uh, but don't <laughs> really try. It's
0: really disappointing. Um, I was about to, like, go out to the kitchen and be like, let's no, go. No,
1: it's, it's really hard. So, yeah, you have to melt salt um, and then run a strong electric current through it, which, for some reason, makes the chlorine unbond with the sodium which then turns into gas and then you got chlorine gas which will fucking kill you oh jesus so don't try to <laughs> it's how
0: too... did you come to the decision that you were like this is the thing i'm gonna do this weekend. well because elemental
1: sodium katie and dear listener um is what's called an alkali metal there are a couple of them i can't remember potassium sodium something else nickel? i don't know nickel no. no. Um, I
0: don't know. I was just saying the name of the metals.
1: <laughs> Silver. I can't remember the copper, I, know, I know. Gold. So, sodium and potassium are two of them. Um, but. Uh, this bed is so creaky. Well, what makes. What's interesting about the alkali metals, Katie, is that the alkali metals motherfucking explode when they come in
0: contact with water. <laughs> Were yeah. you just trying to blow shit up? Be honest.
1: Yeah. I mean, kind of. I'm
0: such a teenage boy. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's interesting. So sodium.
1: Uh. Basically, it splits the water um, because it wants it tries to bond with the hydrogen um, and uh, or tries to bond with the oxygen, and so it flings the hydrogen just into the air, which creates a big ball of hydrogen gas. um, And the reaction itself is endothermic, which means it produces heat, and it produces so much of that heat that it's able to ignite the hydrogen, so it explodes. So, anyways, I wanted some of that. and I failed, but I did learn a lot about the alkali metals. Um, this is when I was, like, 13. Um, now, the reason I bring this up is because sodium metal is so reactive with um, water that it can even react with the water in the air. So just sitting on the table, it can just explode because it comes in contact with a water droplet or something. Um, so how do you store stuff if you need it to not come in contact even with the outside air, Katie? How do you do that? In glass? No. Although I mean, you could store it in a vacuum, but what's the most efficient way of doing that is to store it in oil. Um, store it in mineral oh, oil. Oh, sure. Because water can't pass through it, and it keeps it like coating. computers. Yeah, like computers.
0: Generally, um, you, know you can put your computer. Don't please don't try this at home and then sue us. But one time, Eric told me that you can. Submerge your computer in mineral oil, and it will still work.
1: Yeah, it's a thing. Apparently, people do because you can like cool the oil, and it like it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I it imagine sounds it, fucks fans, it sounds fake. It
0: sounds like something that like some troll would put on like Tumblr, so like people, you know how it's always like every year there's like some asshole who's like, "Hey, just a reminder, you don't have to defrost your turkey before you deep fry it, just so like people oh, like yeah. explode their turkeys."
1: Did you know if you hold a diamond pickaxe and look at lava in Minecraft and press Q, it turns it into a netherite pickaxe? Did you know that? <laughs> it doesn't. You just throw it in the lava. But oh, I
0: also changed my hotkeys. So did you? Yeah. Because you are pressing
1: just, Q by accident. Yeah, I am nice. pressing
0: Q by accident, throwing my shit in Dude, the lava.
1: That's a pro gamer move right I now.
0: Know. So I know. Ch- I so now it's X. I have to hit the X key because nice. it means that I'm getting rid of it because I'm like X. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but, so sodium, they store it in, well, in
0: uh, mineral, mineral oil, oil to
1: stop it from coming in contact with the air and, well, the moisture in the air, but the outside air. Um, so, 13 years later, I'm a cook. I'm um, in a restaurant. I'm making basil pesto.
0: Um... <laughs> Basil. Basil. Alright, I'm so excited to see where this goes. Basil. Dear listener, I have no idea where this is going either, so it's fine. Um, basil oxidizes really oh, fast. Oh, for a second. I have to move. I know, but it's going to make a bunch of noise. And I okay. hear so much. One oh my goes. god. I can't feel my leg. Okay, I'm oh, good. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, listeners. We're doing the best we can today. I'm really having a hard time. Um... Basil pesto. I'm making basil pesto. Basil
1: oxidizes very quickly. And when you're making basil pesto for like a nice restaurant, you want it to look really nice. You so you put it... it in mineral oil. Well, so yeah. It ox- what? Yeah. Well, so it, the process <laughs> is basically um, if you blanch basil really quickly, it turns like a vibrant green. Um, but the second it you like start working with it and like chopping it up or whatever you're doing, um, it starts to oxidize and turn like a brownish, darkish, greenish bullshit color um and so i was like wait a minute well, what if right after you launch them you immediately toss them in oil and then work with them from there um to stop because i was thinking Ew. about sodium i was like dude if i need something just to not come in contact with the air what's well, the easiest way to do that and i was like mm-hmm. well t- we'll try tossing them really well in neutral cooking oil and it totally fucking worked
0: that's amazing and
1: i remember being very proud in front of my boss at the time nick and he asked me, I was like, well, and I told him what I just told you about sodium. <laughs> it was early prep shift. And, I
0: was like, and he was like, uh, we're cool. in the weeds. Stop talking. We Why are you telling me about sodium right now? But anyway,
1: my point is, is because I got, uh, uh, hyper-focused on making elemental sodium when I was 13. And even though I failed to make elemental sodium when I was 13, um, you know, apply, it applied, it gave me like context to think about something else later
0: that's amazing so, so
1: that's what I think it's kind of cool is it, it just makes the world more vivid and I think that's kind of cool yeah.
0: I mean that's what I love that's what I love about all of the hyperfixations that I've ever had is like I always say like I don't know what I always say <laughs> I, saying, I don't know. But, I, mean, I always say. I always say. Flippity, beep, beep, pow, pow, pow. I'm the hip hop bottomless, and my rhymes are bottomless. Um, <laughs> but, the, but that's like my one of my favorite things about just like you know, hyper fixations is how, you know, like you learned one thing when you were 13 and then it comes back again when you were, you know, 20 and then it comes back again when you're 27 and 35 or whatever. Like, I just love that. Like, I think it's absolutely fascinating and I wish like, again, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for the group, but one thing that I've noticed in my own life is that I tend to devalue my hyper fixations because I'm like, oh, well, it's just a hyper fixation it's just silly or whatever. But it's like, no, man, sometimes those hyper fixations like stuff like like they they come with you and you and you carry them with you, you know, during your life. Um also, I just thought of this, and I'm gonna do this now um but hey we want we want to know about yours we want dear listener we want to know about your hyperfixations yeah,
1: send us an electronic mail
0: and I just remembered the password for our email, which is ask at infinitequestpodcast. com um I'm sorry if you emailed us in the past two months because I definitely forgot the password and I remembered it last night and so I checked the email there were a bunch of emails that were all very nice thanks for sending us emails I'm sorry I forgot the password There was a question mark that I forgot I put in there I'm not gonna tell you where Hashtag safety first, but email us at infinite quest No, wait, no, ask at infinitequestpodcast.com. Also That's
1: Ask at infinitequestpodcast.com.
0: <laughs> I was making a game of seeing how long I could watch Eric try and get a word in edgewise. I had a joke that totally passed. It was a bad joke,
1: but <laughs> I did my f I did my I have a joke face.
0: You did. You absolutely
1: did. It felt intentional at some point when I it was did. like, wow, well, you're really stretching this I out. I know I did.
0: That was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just I was just trolling. Well, another thing with... Hold on. I gotta see how long we've been recording. Oh, I have a stopwatch. Well, that's so smart. How long do you think we've been recording? 12 minutes. Incorrect. How long? 15. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, 14 minutes and 45 seconds. Put the phone down. I was going to say something really smart and okay. cool. I'm setting it down quietly. This is the silliest way to record a podcast, really and silly. I kind of think that it's the best thing. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Just Can be... Oh, my God. It's nice. It is. So if you do have, have a... Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, subscribe to our Patreon.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, Jesus. to support our very important work. <laughs> if it pivotal work we're doing. Uh-huh. Patreon.com slash Infinite Quest. Um, you said it, so I had to. But when you get kind of good at stuff. I mean, you start a hobby, you get kind of good at it and you stop And you start another one and you get kind of good at it and you stop and you start another one, you get kind of good. You, you're hot, you, you, get the thing that you're, you're practicing is getting kind of good at stuff. You get pretty good at getting pretty good at stuff. And that's useful as fuck. Like the amount of times that you're a beginner, when you're a person who has a lot of like sequential hobbies, you're a beginner all the time. Like you're always a beginner at something that you're doing. Like right now, I'm a beginner at CAD software. I'm also a beginner at um, building
0: tiny cities.
1: Building tiny cities or soldering um, aluminum cans together. Like I'm a beginner at that. And once I get
0: when you're soldering aluminum cans (laughs) together, what? Yeah,
1: I want to make a. What
0: are you doing in your office all
1: day? (laughs) I want to make a a one twelve scale suit of armor.
0: Oh. oh, shit, I gotta send you that pattern. Yeah. I forgot, I'm sorry. It's okay, sweetie.
1: Anytime. Oh. Whatever. I'm still doing, like, an initial experiment phase where I'm trying to figure out the best way to join them, because I also want it to look good.
0: Can I build you a 112-scale Gambison? Please, I
1: pattern. don't know what that is, but yeah. It's
0: the padding that you wear. <laughs> oh, cool. It's like... You know what, you can make them out of really good if you're, hey, if you're an SCA person or a medieval person, if you're a Renfair person and you're like, oh no, I want a gambeson, but the shit costs money. Moving blankets, dog. Oh make yeah. Make out of fucking double what order do
1: you, what's moving the, blankets. What's the noun you're saying? Gambeson. Gambeson. G-A-M-B-I-S-O-N? B-E. B-E. Gambison.
0: Gambison.
1: That's, a, that's a made up.
0: It might also. Now I'm having that moment where I feel like I'm probably saying the wrong word. Oh. But I feel like I feel fairly mm-hmm. confident that I'm that's
1: saying That's ask at infinitequestpodcast.com. <laughs> Tell Katie that she's been wrong about <laughs> something for <laughs> 10 years. But yeah, it's like you're a beginner constantly. And I think that's really important. I think, I mean, I know, you know, I harp a lot about like failure at practice. Yeah. But I think. Getting used to the experience of being a beginner and getting used to the experience of failing are extremely important things to, like, live a, a nice human life. And I think as frustrating it is to, like, spend a bunch of money on hobbies and, like, get mad at yourself when you drop them, like, that's pretty sweet, you know? Like, I'm very comfortable being a beginner. It, I mean, it's still uncomfortable, but I'm comfortable being uncomfortable Oh, so you're the
0: opposite. I'm absolutely the opposite. You're better, are you? Yeah, I fucking hate that part. Like, I get so mad. Like, that's why I quit everything. Because I'm like, I'm not instantly, like, how, remember the one time when I was going to play the cello every day for two weeks? That was just for like a week and a half, and then I got mad because I wasn't yo-yo mom by day three. I was like, see, nah, fuck
1: this shit. See, like, I'm, push, I'm pushing back, sweetie. I'm pushing back on you. Because, like, I'm not saying that that's not true. Like, you're the expert in right. your own experience. right? But I think a lot of times it's not, it, or at least from my perspective, it's not you getting frustrated that you're not instantly amazing and then quitting. It's just kind of boredom.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's... Or, I think or forgetting. It's, it's, well, it's two things. It's because for me, active is both active and inactive. Wait, did I say active is both... You, you did say that. Learning. learning. Learning is both active and inactive. Because, like, if you're teaching me something... Mm, horny for learning. I'm just saying it. I'm just gonna say it how it is. My right? name is Eric. Kate. I love it. I love like mm, teach me stuff all day long. I mm-hmm. fucking love it. I love that shit. I love that feeling. I love the brain scratches. I just mm, teach me stuff. Um, But if I'm teaching myself, I put such an expect and I would like such an expectation on myself to like instantly get it. Mm-hmm. You know. And like, I think that's the difference is because when there's like an act when it's like active learning when it's like I'm interplaying with somebody and I can like ask questions or like whatever, then I'm like, Oh, hell yeah, you know what I mean? But if it's like I'm learning by myself, I'm a very fast reader, you know, Mm -hmm. I watch YouTube videos on 1.75 speed. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, I should be there, I should have the skill by the end of the video. That's not (laughs) how it works. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like a real time thing. But like, that's, yeah, but like, that's the difference for me. It's like, there's, there's like a, like, I think if somebody with somebody was teaching me cello, like, I'd be like, fuck yes, this is amazing. Like, you know, I'll show up for lessons every week or whatever. Eric, stop watching TikTok during our podcast. Just (laughs) check your thing. I want to make
1: sure we have. No, I know what you mean. I, I, uh, when there's somebody else involved, there's somebody to like show. And there's also, when I'm teaching myself something, um, or I want to say I'm teaching myself something because that takes away from like the person on YouTube who's teaching me
0: or the person who wrote the thing that I'm reading, you know. Um, you got roasted. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I just learned something really cool. I got roasted. Yeah. No, what? I... You got roasted today by the electrician. <laughs> oh, did I really? Yeah. What are they? <laughs> right turned. An electrician came oh, by sorry. today.
1: No, what did he, what did he say?
0: Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I just you said you like YouTube and then I thought about what happened today and I. Okay, what, you, what, did, I lack it what
1: did this fucking piece of shit say? <laughs> the electrician so we came out, over today for context.
0: So we had an electrician come over today for context. Uh but we went out back to look at the lights. Um and he saw your little like area. My little primitive technology. Little hub. Primitive, and he was like, Oh, is your is your husband into like primitive technology? And I just kinda lied because it's faster and easier. And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, That's really an affirmative technology because I didn't feel like having the poly conversation with the electrician who I had just met. Um, And then he was like, he's like, oh, what does he do? I'm like, oh, he streams of Twitch. (laughs) And I was like... It was just his reaction of like, this fucking guy's like out in the woods (laughs) digging holes and playing in the mud, but his job is being like terminally on the internet. And it was really funny. (laughs) Anyway, that's the whole story. That you had to be there. I was, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny in person, but it was not as funny in not person. Yeah, well, I quit the podcast. I get to I'm spend
1: done. the rest of the day with you, and he had to leave. So,
0: leave. Who wins now? Wait here quietly for the rest of the. Podcast. I do. <laughs> Think about how much everything hurts. Fuck you. Oh man, Katie. No, I hurt. No. Oh, where do you hurt? It's
1: it's, oh. it's heart hurt. It's it's
0: <laughs> emotional pain, Katie. Emotional
1: pain. Yeah, I I value the um the social opinions of electricians very highly. That's important. Just all of
0: them. That's important. Yeah. If you're an electrician, you must ask <laughs> Just tell tell us what you think about Eric. Just yeah. generally. Just roast Eric if you're an electrician. <laughs> please
1: roast. Also, actually, just anybody roast me. I that would be amazing. Please ask at infinitequestpodcast.com Roast Eric you, if you dare. Eric,
0: the I I don't know if I could roast you. I feel like I probably could, but I just feel like I roast... think I could write
1: roast and I couldn't, like, think of them off the top of my head. No. Oh, your hair
0: is big. Cool.
1: Roasted! I <laughs> got him. But I think when I'm teaching myself something, roasts, what I'm... Um, <laughs>
0: what is happening?
1: I, can't, I get really um, held up on efficiency. I'm like, is this the most efficient way for me to be learning this? Yeah. Um, if I'm learning something that, like, the knowledge doesn't exist yet for you know like if i'm trying to make an aluminum can behave in a certain way like weird stuff then it's just trial and error it's just trying to well then it's just failing as many times as i can until i eventually stop failing um but if i'm just like doing research myself i'm always yeah i'm kind of obsessed with like efficiency like there are a lot of skills that i straight up don't have because all the youtube videos teaching those skills are too long
0: like double speed
1: dog oh yeah no i mean even on
0: double mine is always set to at least 1.5 what is what's the what is an example now i'm fascinated well like cad softwares for example
1: so i have the 3d printer now and so cad softwares on are just softwares that are made for building like parts and stuff machine parts and stuff it's used a lot in like cnc machines yeah um but if it's a program where I can sort of jump in and just kind of go click clack click clack click clack click clack you know, I can get decent at it pretty fast. But CAD software is very complicated. There's like all sorts of weird buttons and constraints and stuff. So the only way to learn it is to like actually watch some tutorials that are very like, it's very class-like. You know, there's like episode one is 40 minutes. Ew.
0: And it's like
1: here's the basic layout and all the stuff. And it's just like, oh, I hate it so much. I mean, I, I that is probably a very good way of teaching it. But Oh, I hate it.
0: I get frustrated. I don't know. Now, do you have the thing where I get really frustrated when you, like, you've kind of been doodling... You know, you're like doodling about and you're like, Oh yeah, so like I kinda know where this button is and I kinda know where this button is or whatever. But there's like that weird gray area where you don't know a lot, but you know a little bit, but then you go to like the intro video and they're like, and here's the start menu and you're like, Fuck, I already know this part. And then you Mm. skip ahead like five minutes and then it's something that you don't know, and then you have to like go back and you're like, Wait, I know this part. And you end up spending longer doing that than you just watch the video. But it's like but it's like if I already know it, I'm so uninterested in learning it. But then it's like you're like sort of like piecemealing your like knowledge together, you know?
1: Yeah. Like no, I totally that. do that. Yeah. Like, I do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, there all the time I'll um, – uh, m- my knowledge is about just anything is very rarely, like, broad. It's yeah. usually specific. So, like, with sure. a given program, I'm really good at doing this. But I have oh, no sure. idea how to do the rest of it. And I also – I feel like I do a lot of things less efficiently because – I didn't take the time to, like, watch the whole YouTube video. I just (laughs) learned the one part. And then, like, two months later, I'd be like, oh, there's a button for that. That, you know, usually that takes me an hour and a half. But I can just press control, whatever. (laughs) Great, Eric. Great.
0: I I feel that way about Photoshop. Because, like, I don't use Photoshop very much. But, like, the things that I've used Photoshop for are, like, very specific. And so, like, I'm amazing... At making things look like an embossed leather book. I can do that really, really? well. Uh- yeah. How do you do I mean, that? Is it like brightness and contrast? It's like a layer and, like, burn a layer and, like, just... Oh, there's yourself. the burner, burning... But, tool. like, there's, like, this oh. whole process here. But I did it one time for um, Never and More is, I, is our marketing packet looked like an antique leather book. And I wanted it to be embossed with Never and More on the front for our Christmas show. Um, and so I learned how to do it. And then it was, like, it was the same thing where I was, like, oh, there's a process. There's, like, two buttons. But I, like, learned my hour and a half process. But I'm very good at it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's laughs> <what you mean. laughs> No, I I think programs are probably my most frustrating,
0: yeah,
1: um, like learning thing because it's on the computer. Like, it's not a literal physical thing; it's yeah. just sitting on the computer. Like, when I get hyper focused pretty, you know, on programs where like you I can naturally learn the next step. Yeah, you know, where you get the dopamine really quickly. So it's like if it's a 3D modeling software, even in the first little bit, you're already modeling a thing a little bit. Like that's good, but for programs that are like epic, like you know Maya or something like that, where it's like oh, I had the a Maya first. Phase. Did you? Yeah, I never did. No, I, I think I took like a class or something at one point. What was your when was your Maya phase? Um, oh, Maya yeah. is a 3D modeling software. This is a though. deep cut. I don't think um, it's an old school. I think Toy Story One was made on Maya.
0: Yeah, yeah. when I worked at the casino in Bedendorf, there were these two guys, um, and. We had kind of like tossed around making like a comic book slash game together. And one of the guys, his name was Jack, I think. I feel like it was Jack. Um, he yes. was super good at 3D modeling, like just like stupid good at it, like one of the best modelers. But he used Maya. And so I would just thought it was cool. Um, and he would, like, make these, like, cool little characters and, like, these little monsters and stuff. And he would just, like, you know, like, send them to the group chat or whatever. And so I just thought it was, like, neat. And so I decided that I wanted to learn how. And then I very quickly realized it was, like, real fucking hard. And so then I quit. Yeah. <laughs> at the end. The end. Because a guy who worked at a casino told me about it one time. That's the yeah. whole story. I do. I, also, I, I envy
1: literacy so much. Fluency. Like, when somebody knows a program, like, nobody's uh, fucking yeah. business. And not only, like, can they make cool stuff, but they can make cool stuff efficiently. Yeah. And replicate it and change it in any way. It's, like, all done properly. Yeah. I hate
0: that so much. I feel the way about concepts. Yeah. Like, I fucking... Like, that's why I, like, love learning, like, cooking stuff from you. Oh, I got Bailey hair on me. Um. <laughs> I feel like I should apologize to Bailey. Um. We gave Bailey a haircut today, dear listener, and it did not
1: go (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well. You gave Bailey a haircut today. She wouldn't stop squirming. I was making mashed potatoes. Eric
0: was making mashed potatoes, and Bailey ran into the wall because her hair was in her eyes. (laughs) So I was like, okay, we have to do something. (laughs) Um, Speaking of not being an expert, I did not watch any videos about dog grooming, and so I just kind of went for it, and now she looks... Very, she kind of has, like, a mohawk situation going on. She
1: looks like, um, grommet. <laughs> she does. does
0: She's she looks like, like Gromit. Oh, no. <laughs> Baby. Um, oh, but anyway, like, concepts. Like, I, it's so cool to me when, like, you know, you, like, go to, like, a class or whatever and some teachers like, yeah, and here's how they made printing presses in 1598. You know, like, just, like, Fucking, oh, my God, like, just, like, expert level expertise, like, nitty gritty. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, it's so good. It's hot. It's hot. Oh, I'll yeah. say it. It's, learning is sexy.
1: No, it is. I, I had once worked um for slash with a guy um, he was a sous chef at a restaurant I was working in. And he was a chemist. Like, he was working as a cook. I just got a little turned off. Between, I think he was going back for his PhD. Or I don't
0: know why I'm so horny today. We're talking about learning, and I'm learning. just like, Learning. Mm, yes. Mm. Mm. I'm just like, I can't fucking move, because I'm in so much pain. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, teaching yeah, stuff. Why is the floor of the library slippery? Because <laughs> <laughs> Katie was here. Oh man. Sorry. Don't make me laugh, <laughs> or I hurt so much.
1: Um, but he was a God. chemist, which is great, because the culinary world is motherfucking full of stuff you don't know. Like, every day, there's a million things that you can learn about, which is amazing. Um, but very often, you'll get very dissatisfying answers, um, either because the person teaching you one doesn't know, or they're, like, in a rush and, you know...
0: I feel up, man. Whatever.
1: Um, but so, like, uh, uh, I, I don't know, you, you know, a chef might do something, add something to something, and you yeah. you say, like, why did you add that? Let's say, it thickens it. And it's like, cool, that's a useful answer. I know that now that it thickens it. But why, though? Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah. math. It's math.
1: Yeah. Well, the problem with math is math will always, with you, is that math will always eventually fall down on an assumption that 1 plus 1 equals 2. Fucking annoying. Like, all of math only works because of those base assumptions that, like,
0: you know. But why, though, Eric? You, you'll have
1: to ask somebody.
0: I've asked so
1: many people. Well, it's not an easy question. It's a really difficult question.
0: I want to like I wanna call up like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I mean,
1: something that might help. him. Oh, is like I have
0: to sit up. And it's going to make a bunch of noise.
1: To think that, like, 1 plus 1, it's not that 1 plus 1 equals 2.
0: It's that 2 is the name for the thing that you get when you add 1 yeah, to well, 1. Yeah, well, why is 1 1? Like, like not like the yeah. word. I don't care about the word. We could call it beep floor. But, like, why? how is the concept of 1 a thing? I don't know.
1: I always think of it in ratios. Like, 1 is half of 2. Oh fucking
0: no! That doesn't help. Oh, then I'm like, but when I start thinking of it, it as, like circles, where like one is 360 degrees, you know, yeah. and then it's like, okay, well then if then t- like, but then it's like yeah, okay units, you know. I start like completing units in my head, and then I just get like, yeah, maybe I'd be like really good at like calculate. I don't yeah. know. Well, I think your
1: conceptual you're- geometry, <laughs> well, not being able to picture stuff that's like. A fundamental part of math is I think is picturing stuff.
0: Yeah, that's valid. Um, the only thing I can do it with really like efficiently is shapes. For some reason, like just flat, plain shapes. You can picture shapes. I can't. I don't know how to explain it. Like I can't. Like if you're like, picture a square. Like I I can kind of like I'm aware of the concept of what a square is. <laughs> but if you were like, hey. I need you to make me a, uh, I don't, honestly, like a Tudor gown is a really good example because like a Tudor gown is specifically like there's like a triangular portion and then there's like the bodice portions and there's like the triangles for like the skirt, like, like pattern wise, like I can look at a garment and I can be like okay this is like the the shapes that like go into the garment but it's not like I'm picturing them it's not like I can see them it's just that I like fundamentally know you know like pants is four rectangles in a circle
1: you know pants pants colon
0: four rectangles four
1: rectangles in a
0: circle <laughs> you know what I mean just like that which was just like, so that part of geometry is I'm pretty good at. And actually, when I was in high school, I had a really good, or college? No, high school. It was high school. And a really good math teacher who knew that I was really struggling with math. And so she would use theater stuff like that a lot. Like, she taught me angles using, like, stage lights. Mm, um, cool. And she, like, and a lot of, like, the math stuff that she taught me was, was kind of, like, pattern making and stuff. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I understand that part so well is because of that. It's because I could relate it to something that I could visualize or, like, I could understand. Mm. And so it's, like, I still don't know why one plus one equals two, but I can tell you that I can, like, you know, I know, like, 90 degrees, like, 180 degrees mm. and stuff because of, like, theater lighting and, like, where you mm. need to put the triangle. So, you know, the triangle falls on the actor, like. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I think, I, I think.
1: Hyperfixations and hyperfocuses give you many different avenues, yeah, to appreciate and understand the world, which I think is pretty cool and also a pretty concise way of ending a podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for being here, everybody.
0: I appreciate it for this very strange episode of Bed Podcast. I said, it was a very special in the Bed Pod. We should have a name for it.
1: The bed episode. A, a bed episode. A bed-isode. Bed. bed.
0: Yeah. Episode. Episode. Epi- Badness. So, I feel like Betisod is
1: the A Betasode.
0: A bedisode. No, bedisode so yeah. Or a epibed. Epi that's that's terrible. If you like
1: the podcast and you would like to help support us, <laughs> nope. please consider joining our Patreon. Patreon.com
0: slash infinitequest. And also, we're quite behind on our Patreon song. Um, but we'll we'll do a Patreon song pretty soon. Just not today, because my ukulele is in the other room and I might die if I have to go get it
1: yeah all right everybody. we will see you um next tuesday thank you so much for being here bye oh wait, wait. we gotta say the thing
0: oh yeah uh and but seriously thanks so much for listening i apologize for uh, nothing no i do i'm sorry for like the sound quality but genuinely i fucked up my back and i'm on new medication and i feel i cannot stress this enough absolutely fucking god awful and so we just decided that this we're gonna do what we could and this is how we did it so thank you for being here thanks for being flexible with us we certainly appreciate it um and until next time remember to eat a snack remember to take your meds remember to drink some water remember to be kind to yourself remember to be kind to others and remember that we love you we will see you what day is it thursday we'll see you Next on week. tuesday <laughs> okay bye <laughs> now there's gonna be a bunch of noise well also i just realized my phone was on vibrate the whole time and so i'm pretty sure that every time i got a text message it's okay it's... Yeah. oh i'm still recording <laughs>